Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot, and the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. Hello and welcome in Tuesday edition of the program. Another very, very busy show. Let's take a <clears throat> excuse me a quick look at the show lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Segment one coming up here in just coming up here in just a few moments. We'll be joined by 4A state championship coach Jason Delaney of Indianapolis Cathedral. We've kind of had a tradition on the program each of the last number of years, whether it's a local participant of not, of having the 4A state champion on the program. And yesterday we got an opportunity to hear from a local state champion in 2A coach Ryan Miller of Providence. But today, Coach Delaney joins us. If you followed high school basketball this year, you know just how very talented his cathedral team is. Uh, one of the more talented teams in Indiana high school basketball that I can remember. And he's got a player of interest for IU as well, Xavier Booker. In fact, lots of college coaches in attendance on Saturday night at Gainbridge Fieldhouse to check out Booker and his team. So we'll talk with Coach Delaney here in just a few moments. Later in the hour, we'll be joined on this Tuesday program by Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier. No new movement in the offseason for IU as far as coaches or players uh, entering the transfer portal go, but plenty to talk about, and we'll catch up with Mike a little bit later today. And then also Mike Pegram of Pigs.com to join us and talk more IU basketball. And so much movement, not just so far from IU, but really the entire Big Ten Conference here in the first week or so of the offseason for a lot of teams. Michael join us to talk about that and some recruiting stuff and a lot more. That's the show lineup for this Tuesday edition of the program. Don't forget to check out Honey Baked Ham. They've got the dinner take-home packages still available. You can dine in, take them to go, or curbside service still available as well at Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. And a reminder, the Thornton's text line is open. That number is 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. You can send in your questions, comments, whatever you want to share about local sports, IU. Uh, were you at the state championships following Providence or there for all the games on Saturday? Uh, thoughts on IU movement so far in the offseason? Uh, that number, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, Thornton's is the perfect stop for all the best pick-me-up items you need to get your day started, like their fresh coffee and delicious donuts. And let's get right to our first guest, Coach Delaney of Indianapolis Cathedral. Coach, congratulations on a big championship Saturday night. Well, thank you so much. Just uh, what an amazing day, what an amazing night, and just being able to see the excitement on our players' faces and our coaching staff and just to see all the fruits of their labor and how they've just believed in what we've done, how it all just came together and honestly played the best basketball game we played all year when it was time to do so. 
coach you guys absolutely dominated I think is the best word to use uh, Chesterton from far northwestern Indiana they had been undefeated until the state championship game uh, you guys jumped out I think it was a 10 nothing lead and really never looked back from that point you know so many coaches worried heading into that big game on a big stage at a professional arena like Gainbridge Fieldhouse that you might come out and have a bit of a slow start or the shooting backdrop is different from a high school gym. But you guys had no issues with that. It was business as usual on the NBA court to, to win the state championship. Well, first and foremost, I, you know, a lot of, of, lot of just so appreciative of the coaching staff and the preparation that they did the last week. Uh, they, they worked their tails off and, Coach Andre Wright did such an excellent job with our defense and having the guys prepared on how we were going to defend certain things. And uh, I thought we did a great job of that on Saturday night. But it, the funny thing is that when we went for our shoot-arounds at Washington and uh, at Gamebridge last Friday night, we didn't shoot very well. And so <laughs> to see us shoot that well on, on game day, I guess that's when you want it. But just, you know, I really truly believe that the schedule that we built this year was what enabled us to make this run. You know, we uh, we tried to play anyone and everyone that would play us. Anyone in Indiana that, you know, was really, really good, we tried to play them. Uh, we went out of state. We played uh, – when we played those teams, they were the top two teams in Ohio. We played number one, number two in Kentucky at the time. Um, we tried to play Lalamere. They didn't show up. Um, and so we tried – to do everything we could. We wanted different styles. We wanted, you know, slow down. We wanted uh, teams that like to run. We wanted teams that had multiple shooters. We had teams with big men. We had point guards. Like we tried to do everything in our power to make sure that we saw everything and it just became routine. And the other thing with that, we wanted to be tested. We wanted adversity to hit us because we wanted to see how we'd respond to that. And we wanted to be in tough games and tough environments. Uh, test ourselves physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so I think we did that. And then I ultimately, I really think that's what led to this, this run is it just became routine. And it, it was interesting. You know, we're in the first game of the sectional playing North Central and at halftime, the guys just looked kind of nervous because, you know, it, it's in your psyche. You haven't won a game in the sectional for five years. So it starts to get in your mind a little bit. And, and that was our big talk at halftime is just relax and be confident. Like there's nothing that you're seeing right now that we haven't seen and see them relax and go out there and get that first win in the sectional against North central. And then we changed some things up after that. You know, we made sure we, there was a speaker in our locker room so they could be relaxed and just little things. Um, and we had fun with it. So it, it was just a fun ride. Talking with Jason Delaney, head coach of Indianapolis Cathedral, 4A state champions on Saturday night in Indianapolis. You know, you mentioned, and I, I had, I guess I knew this, but did not realize it going into Saturday. You guys, as talented as your program is, as good a job as you guys do, had not won a sectional game in a number of seasons. So when you won your first sectional game this year, and then, of course, the sectional championship, the regional, the semi-state, leading up to the state championship game on Saturday night, those were a lot of firsts for you at Cathedral and for this very talented group of kids. So I guess that tell, take us through what that process was like as you built up the Cathedral program, but also uh, what was it like day in and day out playing this competition? Because if this Indianapolis Cathedral team uh, hasn't won a, uh, a game in the sectional now for a number of years until this season, you guys are taking on t unbelievable competition. 
you know, those five five years losing a sectional uh, game, uh, it was gut wrenching. Not, I'm not gonna lie, the people that that were around myself and some of the other guys, it was gut wrenching. Um, I mean, it was it was something, and people don't let you forget it. I mean, I could tell you some stories. Uh, that would that would shock you, but you know we just kept we just kept we kept true to what we believed in. And the great thing about this team, there's no transfers on this on this team. They were all we call them homegrown. I mean, they came here as freshmen, and they developed. So some you know people talk about the talent we have. Well, that's that's talent that was developed. Those guys, you know, we we think our bread and butter is our skill work, and it, it's really refreshing when the college coaches come in here and they tell our players about you know, the great work that they're getting here, and it, it reaffirms all that. And so then when you start to see them have success on the court and you see their numbers year after year get better, you know, that's, that's the payoff, that, the, that you know it's working. So these five years, we didn't change our approach um, a lot. We just kept getting in here and working. We work out at, you know, 5.30, 5.45 in the morning, preseason and postseason. And guys never, uh, never stopped working. So last spring, after we had lost, you came in, and you saw a dedicated group of guys, and it was the most positive atmosphere you could be around. And even our younger guys talk about the leadership of our, our now seniors and juniors, and uh, they just they came in with that approach. And then during the summer, we played in the Charlie Hughes, and we did really, really well. We won every game by 19 or more, and you just started to see it. Like it, it, you knew it was possible. And so these guys got experience year after year. Even though we didn't win a sectional game, they were getting valuable experience. So, like, Jake and Jerron, you know, they had played as freshmen because we had some injuries. Jackson, uh, Tayshawn had played four years. And so all these guys had experience now. So they, they were determined when it came time to get to the sectional. All right, talking with Jason Delaney, head coach of Indianapolis Cathedral. Coach, lots of talent on your team. Uh, you mentioned college coaches. There were a number of big coaches in attendance on Saturday night uh, to watch uh, Xavier Booker and others on your team, including Kenya Hunter, new associate head coach, his new title for the IU men's basketball program. Um, when it comes to talent, uh, ability for the future as well, not just being good players right now, is this and you've coached some good teams, and we're going to talk about that here again in a second. But is this the most talented team that you've ever coached and you've ever been around? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to answer that because I don't think the Tech and Waldron guys would like that very much. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, they they were bought in, and when you look at all all the positions, and even guys coming off our bench, like I'm fielding calls about Jaden Malachi, and I, and I want to point him out because. His attitude could go south. I mean, that's a kid. Any other year, he's a starter for us and playing major minutes. But, you know, unfortunately for him, he was stuck behind Xavier and Jake Davis, guys who play a lot of minutes and, and do a lot of things. But Jaden never stopped. And any time his name was called, he came in and produced. And I'm building calls from college coaches wanting to recruit him and wanting to offer him, you know. And so we had guys coming off the bench that, you know, made impacts. So I think, you know, just overall talent, we've got a couple of freshmen on this, on this team who I believe are going to be really good as well. And just see, like, Xavier, from where he started to where he got, even, even if you look at this year, uh, Kyle just put out a tweet with, with, you know, his improvement just in the run. Um, to see that improvement is, is remarkable. So, yeah, overall, I mean, uh, talent it was just really, really good on this team. 
Coach, I know you'll deflect this next question, but uh, for you, you're still a young coach in our state. Uh, this is your third state championship uh, with the third different school. You mentioned Waldron and Indianapolis Tech, who, of course, loaded with talent as well. That team was, and now Cathedral winning one on Saturday night. What's that mean for you in this basketball-crazy state? And I've got to know you a little bit. You've been kind enough to come on our show in the summer and, and talk some about the travel basketball and recruiting stuff uh, over the last few years. But you get all this. You were, grew up here. You understand Indiana basketball to win not one, not two, but three of these things and to do it at three different schools. How neat and how special is that? I mean, for me personally, it, it's twofold. Number one, like this is what I've dreamed of doing since I was a little kid. Like I, w- I don't know anything else. Like I've always wanted to be a high school coach in Indiana. I wanted to win a state title. And as I told our players last week, about opportunity. Like, don't let this opportunity pass you by. Do not take it for granted. Like, I'm, I'm very aware that there are so many great coaches out there who, who are better than me and never get this opportunity. So, you know, I don't, I don't take it for granted. I, I value every bit of, of, of this, this opportunity. But the other thing, the, the biggest thing to me is I'm just a part of the puzzle and to be a part of, you know, with great coaching staffs and great players, like I'm just a part of it. And, you know, it, it, there's buy-in from everybody. And that's that's been the most amazing thing. When you see, you know, guys and coaches fully invested in trying to win a championship and, and they just got a different feel to them, those types of teams. Like you can, you're just a different bond. And to be a part of it, I, I'm beyond blessed. Um, so it's just been, it's been great. And to be around those people and, like I told some of our guys the other night, I, they impacted my life more than I probably impacted theirs. And they have no idea what it means to me. Last week, getting texts from kids from Waldron who are now, you know, they've got families of their own uh, and the tech guys. And after the game, you know, t- uh, Trey and CJ and, uh, and the Barner twins and all these guys that have coached in the past. And to see some of them even come to the game, you know, Jerron Coleman flies in from Missouri to be at the game. It was just really, really neat to have all that and you know kind of when you make those runs you kind of get those those reunions that you don't always have talking with Jason Delaney his cathedral team won the class 4A state championship on Saturday night coach back to Xavier Booker a lot of IU fans listening to this program are very intrigued by his potential and of course constant improvement seems to be the theme of him including during this tournament run as you mentioned can you tell us the latest with his recruitment and any guess as to where Indiana stands among a number of schools that continue to show interest and offer scholarships well, you know, I want to, again, give credit to Book. I mean, you, you talk about a kid in this day and time where he didn't play as many minutes uh, as he would like to last year. I mean, him and his parents could have got up and ran away. I mean, in this day and time, that's kind of the theme sometimes. But instead, he stayed here and worked. And he became a starter. He earned that starting spot. And to see how he improved over the year, you know, he sent me a text around the city tournament just saying, thank you, coach, for pushing me. Thank you for coaching me hard. Uh, we sat down at times with him, and, and I said, hey, you know, what, what's the best way to coach you? You know, let's, let's take this approach together. And he's like, you just keep doing what you're doing. And how many kids are going to do that? You know, he could have easily said, oh, well, coach, you're not doing this. It was never that. He put it on him, and he said, just keep coaching me hard. Keep pushing me. 
And it was really neat when he got the USA basketball invite. He sent me a, a text just saying, thank you for never giving up on me. I mean, what, what an outstanding young man in, in, in this day and time. And so he's a kid that he, he sees how, how good he can be now. And he was dominant during this run. And, you know, he's only going to continue to get better because we're going to just keep working. And uh, he, he's going to have opportunities. You know, he goes out to USA Basketball. And what a great opportunity that is to go against other guys. He'll play AU. And, uh, you know, we'll get back in the gym here real soon and just continue to work. But as far as his recruitment, you know, I, I think he's still relatively young. I mean, I know IU has, has talked to him a lot. I know they like IU a lot, and along with the other uh, schools recruiting him. And I think, you know, he, him and his family kind of focused on the high school season. You know, his parents are wonderful, always calling me, giving me updates, and saying, hey, coach, we don't want to miss anything. Um, and, you know, so they didn't schedule visits when we had anything. But I know IU is big. And I know what Coach Woodson's doing and with, with Trace, um, you know, and, and the other guys, uh, that's a big selling factor with that and uh, his NBA ties as well. But, you know, Book is just a guy who's just going to continue to get better. And it was really neat to see his personality come out as well. I don't know if anyone's seen the picture of him holding the trophy with sunglasses, but every time I see that, it makes me laugh because uh, you talk about a real, real quiet kid, humble kid. And then and there he was sitting in some sunglasses holding the trophy. It was it made me smile. Coach Delaney, in addition to uh, being a state championship high school coach, you also understand uh, how important it is in the off season for players, especially at the the high level, to get exposure and to be tested, and that that helps them get better for the following school season. Uh, you're involved with the Indy Heat program. Uh, you've, in fact, been kind enough to join us live from the Peach Jam a couple summers ago for some updates where all the college coaches are there uh, putting in their recruiting efforts. That is now upon us. That time is here as the high school season comes to a close and as we see March Madness slowly begin to unwind, a lot of focus will switch to the transfer portal and to the recruiting process for high school players here very soon. Uh, in Indiana, we're blessed to have programs like Indy Heat that has uh, an entry in the EYBL that Nike organizes. And, of course, Indiana Elite for years on the Adidas side has been a program that attracts a lot of top talent, gets opportunities to play at a very high level. Uh, so those are very important uh, areas in the offseason and opportunities that our state has for kids to be showcased, to get better, and ultimately to be seen by every college coach in America. Yes, and I think Indiana, we have so many quality programs um, in Indiana for AU, and you have coaches who are trying to do the best for kids and trying to get them ready. And, you know, it's it's amazing how much talent is on these teams, whereas some states only have maybe one or two. Uh, Indiana is blessed with a lot of really good AU programs in the state, and that's part of my job as a high school. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm coach with Indiana Heat, but it's about what's the best fit for our guys because so many of them do it well. So, you know, great relationships with Indiana Elite and George Hill and, and, and EG10 and, you know, even other ones. It's just important to keep those ties with those because ultimately at the end of the day, we're just trying to help players achieve their dreams. And uh, that's got to be the focal point. And, and I'm just uh, I'm excited to see what our guys do 
this uh, spring and summer on the AAU circuit as well. All right, basketball never stops here in the Hoosier State. Jason Delaney, head coach of Cathedral. Coach, again, congratulations on the 4A championship, and I'm sure we'll talk with you this upcoming spring and summer. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. All right, Jason Delaney starting our Tuesday program. Uh, we always try to have the 4A state championship coach with us here on the show, regardless of their geographic location in the state. What an honor it is to win that 4A championship. So much talent in this Cathedral team. Had a chance to see them earlier in the season in person at New Albany. They absolutely just steamrolled the Bulldogs, one of the most talented groups I have seen maybe ever in our state. So no surprise they were able to work their way to a state championship game and no surprise really that they were able to win it in the fashion that they did. One other note as well, keep in mind, Cathedral came down for a previously unscheduled game, kind of a last-second put-together game. Floyd Central beat Cathedral on their home court, so that underscores, I think, what a good year Todd Sturgeon's team had this season as well to beat the team that would go on to cruise, really, in the state championship game to the to the final in 4A. So thanks to Coach Delaney for being with us. We'll head to a commercial break, come back with Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier. We'll talk IU basketball here in the offseason. Any more players headed to the transfer portal? We'll discuss that and more coming up. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. All right, we're back here on this Tuesday program. Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier will join us here in just a second. A reminder, the 2022 Big X golf cards are ready. You can play Chariot Run, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, and Christmas Lake in Santa Claus, Indiana. You can play these courses for under $25 a round with the 2022 Big X Sports Radio golf card. Supply is limited. Get yours today, BigXSportsRadio.com, or call 812 725 one four five seven. That's eight one two seven two five one four five seven. Mike, uh, time to talk about off season IU hoops and doing a little detective work. Uh, are some IU basketball fans? I believe it was Trey Galloway that posted something on Instagram about getting ready for next season, and Miller Cop responded in agreement with Trey, and I guess that means Miller Cop is not entering the transfer portal, trying to do a little detective work here. Yeah, that, that's probably the best way to describe it is maybe some detective work, trying to connect some dots. I, I don't think he's officially announced anything yet, but I certainly won't be surprised at this point if, if he decides to stay. I think, I think the four that everybody or most people felt like we're the most likely uh, kind of popped in a rapid 48 hour pace there last week. And um, I, I think, you know, him, Anthony Leal, Trey Galloway, uh, Tamar Bates, I think those are some of, some of the guys I expect to, to be back. There, there are still some decisions to be made more so in the front court. I think everybody knows at this point, Trace Jackson Davis has, has a, 
NBA decision to make. Um, I think he'll go through the process, get feedback, and do that whole thing. And then Ray Thompson as well, I think, has a decision to make on his future. But but as far as cop goes, uh, yeah, I would agree. Good, good detective work there by the fans. I, I'm amazed at what people come up with <laughs> when I see them <laughs> on social media. And more often than not, that, that kind of stuff tends to be pretty accurate. So we'll see how this one plays out. Mike, I guess we're to the point where if you're leaving – you put a fancy graphic up that says thanks who's your nation or replace that with whatever uh, mascot or school you're at to their fan base but also if you're staying even in the case of Trey Galloway I don't think anyone has ever questioned his loyalty to the program in fact I think when uh, Archie Miller left and Mike Woodson came in Trey Galloway said I'm a Hoosier for life he and Anthony Leal but I think we're to the point where you either put up an announcement that you're leaving or you put up some sort of announcement that you're coming back. It's almost an unbelievable situation in college basketball where the whole roster uh, gets a chance after each and every season to announce their future. Yeah, it, it really is fascinating. It's it's college basketball free agency, and you know everybody's on a one-year contract is the the best way that I know how to describe it. And it, it truly is. It's almost like you you have to put something out because you'll leave people guessing. I don't think like last year, I don't think Rob Tennessee ever put anything out one way or the other. So we all had to do our own detective work and figure out what he was going to do. And, you know, we'll, we'll see if there's anybody like that this year, but it definitely does have that feel of, you know, year in and year out, everybody has a decision to make and it's, certainly doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. I just can't imagine the workload and in some cases maybe the worry that this is added to the plate for an already stressful job of being a head or even an assistant college basketball coach. Uh, you, you have to wait till the season ends, have meetings with players, uh, maybe some you would like to see move on for various reasons. Other players you really need back and you're counting on them to come back as you bring in high school recruits to put around them and you're trying to plan out for future seasons. You're trying to balance scholarship numbers. You're trying to also have some reasonable balance when it comes to different positional needs also. I just can't get over the additional work. I guess it's called roster management work that this has added to the plate of college basketball coaches it just seems unbelievable to me yeah i mean probably even more challenging on the football side because the roster is so much larger but yeah for no doubt roster management is a a word that that we keep hearing over and over and it it, it gets really complicated because you think of guys that you know that, that you do want back uh that that decide to come back well that that at times can have a domino effect, like maybe somebody else was waiting to see what that guy was going to decide and uh, make their decision based on that person. So it, it gets really complex. You got to have a lot of lines in the water uh, for, for, you know, contingencies and things like that. Um, so you're, you know, you're starting to see Indiana reach out to, to folks in the transfer portal or they're doing some, you know, late minute re- efforts with guys in 2022 who are freed back up because their coaches left. It's just a, it's a never ending process um, that, that doesn't look like it's going to change anytime soon. And it's also been amazing the last few days, not just Indiana with four departures uh, into the portal so far, but a number of other Big Ten schools. Purdue has had some. Illinois, one that really stood out to me, 
uh, as a little bit of a surprise was Andre Curbelo from Illinois. I, I really like his game. Indiana recruited him a few years back. Archie Miller and staff did when he was a high school prospect. But even he is entering the transfer portal. So IU and the Big Ten across the board, I think we're headed toward record numbers of the portal this year. But I've been, I've been surprised at, at some of the Big Ten announcements as well the last few days. Yeah, a lot of point guards, too. I, I was surprised by the uh, Purdue announcement, uh, Isaiah Thompson, and also Andre Curbelo. Um, both kind of for the same reason. They both seemed like they had the, the position opening up to them uh, for the for next year with you know Eric Hunter moving on, with Trent Frazier moving on, at least as far as I know. Um, so... It, it, it's an interesting situation. Of course, those teams will then, you know, look to the portal themselves. Um, you know, Purdue has a freshman point guard coming in next year. So, I, I you know, we'll, we'll see if they are comfortable kind of handing over the reins to him. But it, it, it is just a fascinating time. I, I do like the way, you know, if, if Indiana can get Xavier Johnson to come back, kind of stick into the point guard team, I, I really like the way Indiana sets up next year at point guard. Uh, with him being a, a veteran leader and then a five-star freshman kind of coming in either behind him or potentially even joining him on the floor at times. I think that's a really good situation to to give, you know, Jalen hood Shafino a year with a really talented point guard like Xavier Johnson to kind of help his development. Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier, my guest. If you're Mike Woodson and the assistant coaches, uh, where, where, where the numbers are at right now, uh, when you look at the portal, which grows by the hour, I'm not so sure it doesn't grow by the minute right now. What are what are you looking for in the transfer portal? What specific needs uh, for this team? Is it a front court player based on the unknown with race and Jordan Geronimo, or is it a shooter, which we all know the need for shooting uh, within this program? What are you looking for if you're an IU coach? Yeah, it does seem like it depends a little bit on what kind of trace and race. Jordan, what those guys do. Um, but, but overall, I mean, I think Woodson said it after the St. Mary's game, you know, they, they need uh, versatile three level scores out on the wings, you know, the, the six, four to six, seven guys, the, the Johnny Davis type of type of guys, you're obviously not going to get someone that talented or you're, you're not likely to, but that those kind of players, you know, what, what we, we would refer to as bucket getters that, that I think Indiana just sorely lacked this past year. You know, I think one of the main keys to the season that I think really held them back a little bit was, you know, not, you know, having guys like Stewart and Cop that are really good shooters, but, you know, not good off the dribble, um, not good scoring kind of in, in two point range, um, limited the, the, scoring circles limited what they were able to do and made Indiana a little bit more predictable, a little bit easier to, to defend. So I think, and, you know, Woodson said it, I, I think that's exactly where the, the need is. Um, you know, Caleb Banks coming in as a freshman, CJ Gown, those, those are guys that, you know, I'm, I'm not sure they're going to be ready to, to step in from day one and fill that void, but they are those kind of players uh, down the road, at least to, to give people a sense. Talking with Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier. You can follow Mike at Daily underscore Hoosier on Twitter, and his website is thedailyhoosier.com. McDonald's All-American game set for tonight. I don't believe there are any real IU connections. There's no one that played 
high school basketball in our state except for one player from LaPorte Lalomere, which obviously doesn't play in the high school state tournament, and he's not initially from the state of Indiana. No IU commitments, and I don't think really a lot of Big Ten flavor overall in the McDonald's game tonight, but will you watch that game, and uh, do you enjoy that game? And Is there any any connection at all that I'm missing to – uh, the IU program or the Big Ten Conference is worth getting a jump start looking at tonight? Uh, I'm not sure about the Big Ten connections. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of it is, you know, Jalen Hutchifino. I, I I think he's probably, if there was a first guy out of that game, he, w- he was probably it. And so, you know, I'd be interested to know if he's watching it, what he feels about it. Um, he's got to feel a little bit, Slighted to not be playing in this game, you know it is something that most guys do care about. It is very prestigious. Um, so, yeah, I'm not aware of any other IU connections or state connections. Um, I I don't even know that I'll watch it just because it's it's got that kind of all star feel. It's it's very wide open. It doesn't really feel like basketball too much to me. Certainly, if there was an IU guy playing, I'd watch it and cover it to some extent but it's it's just a kind of an entertainment game more than more than anything all right outside of Jalen Hood Shafino uh incoming recruits next season who are you most intrigued by Mike as far as the the three coming in in the class of 2022 yes yep in NIU's class outside of Hood Shafino who do you think can most maybe step into a role next year or fill a void that this team this program has I mean, if they're ready, you know, like I said with Gunn and Banks, I do think that they they do both have that kind of versatile three-level scoring aspect to their games. If, if they're ready, either one of them could, could have an impact. I mean, that's a lot to ask as a freshman in the Big Ten to kind of step up and take on a, a prominent scoring role. You, you just don't see that happen very often, but – if either one of them is ready, uh, I, I think that that would be a, certainly a welcome thing for Indiana. I think Banks might be thought of at least as a little bit further along, um, perhaps a little bit more ready in that regard. But, you know, Gunn had a heck of a senior season, averaged 23 points a game, uh, you know, 10 points above what he averaged last year. So he clearly showed that that when, you know, you kind of put the, the ball in his hands and asked him to take over, he showed he could do that. So I, I think – you know, he, he, he's also farther along than, than people think. But, you know, I, if I were betting, I would say, you know, neither one of those guys is going to have a, any kind of leading or prominent role next year. I could see them certainly both getting minutes and, and their ability to score on the perimeter and score off the bounce would, would be the reason why they could do it. Talking with Mike Schumann of the Daily Hoosier. Mike, uh, more recruiting. IU's been involved, I think, with one additional 2022 player and then obviously still working over some 2023 guys. Any update on you know, any of these names that you're most hearing about that IU's in good shape with or has a chance to get a commitment from now that the season is over? Well, I mentioned earlier, you know, the, the players that had a coaching change that were already – not only committed but but signed Malik Renault as a a power forward out of Florida was actually signed with Florida um and Indiana had offered him had made some progress with him back uh, last summer 
um, and are, are back in the mix with him after the coaching change at Florida. He, he reopened things back up. So he, he's the, he's the one that, that is most prominent right now. You know, he's a top 30 guy, um, has some ability to score it on the perimeter, but he's, he's more of a, you know, an athlete, a rim runner, a physical type, type of guy. Um, so I think I think they're going to give it a go with him. I think you know his first go around. He he is actually from Florida. His first go around, he pretty quickly committed to Florida, and there's some talk out there that he wants to stay down there. So that that could be a challenge. But he is teammates with Hood Shafino on on Montverde. They they play in the Geico Nationals here uh, uh, later this week, and so I, I'm sure that that Hood Shafino is doing what he can to to kind of move the needle on that thing. And I, I won't be surprised at all if, if they at least get a visit from Renault, but it, it is going to be challenging. Mike, earlier this week it was announced by Coach Woodson that Kenya Hunter and Yasir Roseman uh, would be promoted to the titles of associate head coaches, and I assume some pay raises go along with those additional titles. How important is it for Woodson to retain those two specifically early on when it comes to recruiting. I know Kenya has been connected with players all across the country, including that DMV, uh, Washington, D.C. metropolitan area on the East Coast. And Yasir is young. He seems to be hip. Uh, he seems to really have a lot of connections with the shoe circuits and the EYBL. So I've got to believe that locking those guys up, not losing Yasir to Coach Payne and L and Kenya Hunter, who's kind of getting maybe near ready for his own mid-major level head coaching job, keeping those guys together as a pair for at least another year, I think has to pay or will pay dividends for IU basketball. Yeah, R- Rosamond's a, a fascinating case because, you know, Woodson, you know, with the help of Kenny Payne, you know, kind of discovered Rosamond, gave him an opportunity. You know, he famously said he cried in his car after he got the, the IU job offer. And, and fast forward a year later, because of his own good work, he, you know, he got a promotion. I think Indiana probably had to, to fight a little bit to, to keep him. And so, yeah, I mean, both of those guys, they represent such key geographies in, you know, the addition of Brian Walsh in the Midwest, you know, you got Rosamond in the Southeast, you got Hunter in the East Coast and, and the DMV, as you mentioned, that they really have a nice setup with, with the, the staff right now in terms of the, the areas that they, that they cover. Um, and just the fact that they kept them, I mean, it, it is hard to keep, you know, good quality assistants that have proven that they can recruit like especially like hunter and, and rosemont have so I, I think that's a major thing that that shouldn't be overlooked and you know it's going to be something that comes up every year probably not unlike the the roster that we talked about you got to fight to keep your staff as well yeah absolutely mike schumann the daily hoosier mike is with us tuesdays on the program mike as we head into the off season we've got transfer portal trace jackson davis and what happens with him as far as NBA uh, testing waters and returning to IU goes. And, of course, recruiting really picks up here. Uh, the discussion of it and also with the travel basketball, the AAU stuff getting underway uh, really now and later into April, there will be a live period soon for coaches to get out. So a lot of off-season recruiting talk coming up. Mike, you do a great job of keeping fans uh, posted on where I use looking, who they're making contact with. And I look forward to having some chats with you about those things here in future weeks. Yeah, I look forward to it too, Matt. Always appreciate it.
All right, Mike Schumann of the dailyhoosier.com with us here on this Tuesday program. Texter on the Thornton's text line says, Sean East with a couple exclamation marks, I assume talking about transfer portal and needs for IU. Uh, I saw Sean East recently uh, had visited BYU out west last week, and then this past weekend he took a visit to Missouri so he has been uh, active here getting out now that his junior college season is over with and taking a look at some campuses. Uh, a story from one of the BYU outlets, uh, according to, to them, East listed South Florida, LSU, Georgetown, Oregon, Clemson, and Missouri in addition to BYU as some of the schools that he was very much interested in. He's got two years of eligibility left after dropping back to junior college basketball for one season. So it will be interesting to see what happens with Sean next season. Uh, I haven't really seen any interest or any mention of IU involved with Sean East. Uh, I have seen him list Louisville a few times. I believe that was for before uh, the hiring of Kenny Payne, so we'll see if Louisville reemerges on his list now that Coach Payne is taking over the recruiting duties in the Ville. But, yes, Sean definitely making some progress, I think, as far as going through the process and getting a chance now to see some campuses before he makes a decision. I know he has said, obviously, as you know, after UMass and, and Bradley and then going back to junior college kind of as a reset using his – his bonus year uh, to, to drop down and get re-recruited, basically, you got to get it right this time around. The third D1 school you pick needs to be the place that you finish out over the next two years. So we'll see what happens for Sean uh, moving forward. We'll head to a commercial break. Yes, the McDonald's All-American game is tonight, 9 o'clock on ESPN. It's always a fun thing to watch. I'll have it on in the background. Again, no real IU connection or Hoosier State connection. And not a ton of Big Ten interest in the game this year, but it's just kind of nice to hear and learn the background on some players that you know at least a handful of them are going to be NBA stars down the line. At least a handful of them are going to be major college prospects this upcoming season. So check that out tonight. We'll head to a break, come back with Mike Pegram of Pigs.com. With Mike, we'll talk about Brian Walsh, the new assistant coach for IU. He will replace – uh, not replace Dane Fife, but take that third spot open by uh, the departure of Dane Fife last week. So we'll talk about who he is, uh, what he brings to the program, and more with Mike Pegram next here on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Let's win this in for. All the small schools never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Tuesday program. Mike Pegram, Peaks.com with me. Mike, uh, new assistant coach for IU in Brian Walsh, but a very familiar name uh, to the program, specifically those around the program. 
Brian Walsh. He was the team and recruiting specialist for IU basketball uh, last season. He was also in another role uh, under Coach Archie Miller. In fact, Archie Miller is who brought him to Bloomington. Uh, but he's been elevated to the third coach, able to get on the road and recruit. And I got to believe with Mike Woodson's vast Rolodex in the game of basketball that for him to believe in a young guy and somebody that was a holdover from the previous staff in a support role, that gives a big boost to Brian and what Coach Woodson thinks of his abilities. Yeah, he's he's been around Coach Woodson for over um, for about a year now, and that's that, that's big. That means that Mike really knows him. Um, you know, I think that was part of the issue with Dane. He, he was brought in as somebody who didn't really know Mike at all. And uh, I think that Brian has proven himself with some really good rec- recruiting contacts in Ohio and has built some good relationships already with some people in Indiana. So he can kind of hit the ground running with re- with um, recruiting uh, as we kind of ramp up for this uh, in the next couple of weeks. Mike, is Brian Walsh a name that high school athletes, recruitable athletes, uh, directors of AAU basketball teams that – Indiana needs to be in the know or in contact with us. He is he now a name that uh, will answer the, his calls, return his calls. Is he known in that world? Well, I think he is in Indiana, Ohio, and some other parts of the East. It's not quite like a Kenya Hunter uh, is across the the whole East Coast and and Pittsburgh area, or or how you see Rosemont is in the South. But he's got a pretty good base already. And so I do think he can um, hit the ground running with certain specific regions and complement the other two assistants. Talking with Mike Pegram of Pigs.com. With the departure of Fife and the elevation of Walsh, I guess there's an open spot in Brian's previous position, but do you expect many other staff changes this offseason, or is that uh, probably more than what anybody thought would happen? Yeah, yeah it would be at the uh, the level of what, of a guy replacing what Brian had done in that, in that spot that he had before. But uh, that would be the only change that I, I would expect. All right, Mike, uh, I want to go back to Saturday night, the 4A state championship game in Indianapolis. We had coach Delaney on from cathedral a little earlier in the hour. Um, I I follow your form and your website closely. It's just a great source and also a great gathering place for IU basketball fans. So if you're not a member of Pigs.com, it's definitely worth checking out in the monthly price of uh, subscription. But fans were a little upset or concerned or a lot of different adjectives you could use uh, that Coach Woodson was not in attendance at the state championship game uh, he sent Kenya Hunter. Uh, Matt Painter was there. Tom Izzo was there primarily to watch Xavier Booker. But it's also just a good environment to be seen as a head coach of a major program in or around the state of Indiana. Any thoughts on Coach Woodson not being there to see Booker in the state championship? Um, well, I don't know if it's a big deal. I mean, Indiana did have a coach there. Uh, there's going to be plenty of opportunity to see Xavier Booker in uh, a couple weeks here. You know, I think it would have been a smart move though, to go and be seen and just, you know, but, uh, you know, he, he had somebody there. It wasn't like Indiana ignored the whole event and he was really the only prospect worth seeing on the whole day. 
All right, uh, Mike Pegram, Pigs.com, with us here on this Tuesday program. As we close out today, Mike, uh, you mentioned recruiting opportunities will be in abundance soon. Uh, when's the first big event of the spring? Uh, next Friday, April 8th to 10th, uh, Nike will be in Orlando, and Adidas and, and Under Armour will be in the North Indy area. All right, will be fun to follow. Mike Pegram with us on Tuesdays. That's going to wrap up this Tuesday edition of the program. Back with you Wednesday at 11 a.m. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.